Welcome back to Real Estate Happenings, your go-to podcast for all things real estate. This week, we're talking about how to prepare your home for an inspection. Are you ready? Hello, everyone, and welcome back. This week, I'm your host, Lisa Peltier, and I'm here with our special guest for this episode, Matt Enright. Matt is the operations manager at Brian and Brian Inspections here in Houston, and he's going to tell us a little bit about things you can do to prep your home for an inspection. How are you doing, Matt? I'm pretty good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Um, I would love to hear a little bit of background on you and um, your business, how long Brian and Brian has been around, how they got started, and maybe what sets them apart from other inspection companies. Okay. Me personally, um, I'm a transplant to Houston. I moved here about five years ago. Um, uh, I started doing inspections about four years ago. Before that, I was a uh, high school and middle school Spanish teacher for 12 years. And uh, yeah, teaching doesn't pay the bills. So I did, uh, I did every odd job in between, including roofing and contract, uh, you know, work, things like that. So uh, um, uh, yeah, and that's, that's how I got a lot of the experience that I had that that Brian and Brian was looking for. Also, the fact that I spoke Spanish was very helpful to them as well. That is definitely a plus here in Houston. Yeah, yeah. So then uh, I did uh, inspections for four years. And uh, just in December, I took over as the operations manager. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, I mean, Brian and Brian, we've been doing business for, I think Greg started almost 25 years ago. Um, and, you know, we were a smaller company for, for a while. Um, just for a little bit, it was just Greg and there was Greg and a couple other guys. And in the last five or six years, we've kind of bloomed to almost having 40 inspectors now. Wow. Yeah. Dallas, Austin, uh, San Antonio and here in Houston, obviously. And then, um, yeah, so we, uh, we 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 pride ourselves on being uh, on being thorough and being fair, and uh, uh, in our inspections, we we offer a lot of different services. We have you know do sewer scopes and thermal imaging and 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 all of that fun stuff, uh, and uh, we also offer stucco inspections as well, uh, which is pretty important here in Houston. Yeah, stucco, good old stucco here in the humidity. Look, if you if you got four hours, we can sit here and I can tell you everything you need to know about stucco. I really don't want to hear about stucco right now. Nobody does. Nobody does. Especially right at the uh, underneath the windows at the corners, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want to hear about that. Yeah, people who haven't touched the caulking around their windows in, in in ten years and that are surprised when the inside of the wall is all black. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay, well, so just to kick things off, what about um someone preparing their home for an inspection? So if I have a client that is getting ready to list or actually getting ready to buy, either way, let's just talk about the lister that wants to do an inspection to maybe fix some things mm-hmm. that maybe wrong um is there something that they can do to kind of get it ready for you or no yeah i mean so the the biggest the most common problem we run into when when it comes to just actually doing the inspection is access to to everything make it you know we will not we we don't move things because it's the second we move something if it falls or breaks it's immediately a family heirloom that we you know need to replace right so so it's please make it so that everything is accessible for us you know we we understand if you still live in the house you have to have your things there but make it so we can get into the attic we can get to the electrical panel um uh know that we are going to touch every fixture light switch outlet in the house that we can get to so the more we can get to the better um, uh, yeah. And, you know, clean, you know, keep the place clean 
Um, uh, it's, you know, now we don't report on the cleanliness, but it makes things a lot easier if the house is clean rather than kind of in, in, in disarray. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, especially in the wintertime here, make sure that if the house is vacant, make sure the utilities are on. Okay. I was going to ask that question. So yeah, just making sure that water electrical uh-huh. all the things are running so that you can test them because otherwise you may have to come back out is that yeah. right oh yeah and most importantly with with when when how the first utility that seems to get shut off is the gas and when uh um if you have to have the gas company come out to turn the gas on someone has to be at the house when it happens we have had to reschedule inspections three four five times because nobody's going out to the house to be present when the gas company comes to turn the gas Good on point and we will not turn it on for you if i am a new home buyer and i'm on a budget and i'm looking at a house uh what it kind of the minimal inspection that you can do to be super cost effective. So if I only have X amount of money to spend, what am I going to get for your least amount of, <laughs> our, of our, an inspection? Our least, uh, yeah, our least and expensive what does that cover? inspection, yes. that, that sort of thing. So yeah, uh, you know, we, we, we offer a whole bunch of different inspection packages and like the, the, the smallest one that uh, the, well, so the, the one that's the least cost is what's called a major components inspection, okay. um, where we are going to, we're going to ignore pretty much everything in the house that's not part of a major system. So we're going to run the heat and the AC and take a look at those and make sure they work. We're going to make sure that water comes out of some of the faucets and that the water heater is working, but we're not going to go to every single one and check them all out. We're going to look at the electrical panel and test a couple outlets and just make sure, you know, verify the wiring and make sure that power's actually coming in the house. Look at the roof, look at the attic, and then measure the foundation and see if there's any obvious signs of foundation issues. Uh, uh, that's you know that's that's our our our, our lowest cost inspection um, and you know if you're on a budget that that's and and you just need to know do I have a big expense coming if I buy this house that's probably the best thing for you to get most people who use that though are people who are um, getting it for an investment property right okay. that's that's a great thing for them okay um and then a, you know a, a little bit more expensive is our essential inspection package okay um and that's that is the full you know trek mandated uh, inspection along the, the sops uh the standards of practice for trek and we so we follow everything for that um and and yeah check out Okay. everything. So um, if I'm going with the basic, if I'm an investor and I'm going with the basic package, give me a price range. What am I looking at as far as costs go? So for the major components inspection, they start out around $250. Okay. But you're you're not getting a lot for that. And now, and yeah. this is also, I'm assuming this is based on, on price per, well, not necessarily price per square foot, but if I oh, want you to inspect a, a thousand square foot house opposed to a 3,000 square foot home, there's definitely mm-hmm. going to be a difference in price, correct? Yeah. And that's on any level that yeah. of inspection. Okay. Um, but our, our, our most popular inspection is actually the, the essential aspect. Mm-hmm. We don't actually do major, many major components because yeah. it doesn't have a lot of things that realtors are looking for. So tell me the price range for the for the essentials. So they start out at 429 and mm-hmm. then it goes up for square footage there's also surcharges for for crawl spaces um okay and, so if it's up yeah. on pier and beam yeah if it's up on pier and beam and our crawl space fee and our pier and beam fee are actually the same okay uh, um yeah and it's it's just because there's more to look for there there's a little more risk involved both financially and physically for the inspector as well okay um 
It's my favorite part of not inspecting anymore. It's I not bet. Going cross I space. bet those crossways. <laughs> okay, so I have a question about rural property. So if you're going to go out and inspect a property that's on like five acres and they're on a septic system, um, you guys inspect septic systems. We do. Okay. Um, and it's uh, we 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 inspect the septic system. We do not pump out the tank or anything like that. We will we inspect uh, aerobic systems, uh, anaerobic systems in the Houston area. They're pretty much all deficient at this point. They're, it's just they don't install them anymore, and the recommendation at this point is that they be replaced. So we inspect the, the aerobic systems. So we remove the covers out on those, make sure all the switches are working, uh, look for any obvious damage uh, from what we can see in the tank, make sure that the distribution field is is working uh, like it should. And then, and like all things with inspections, we are inspecting it to help you decide if you you need to call someone else to come and take a closer look, pump that tank out. specialist yeah. in that area. Okay. And now as far as whether you decide to do, uh, like when the, it comes to the plumbing um, or the sewer, like a scope or um, hydrostatic, do you guys do the hydrostatic? So hydrostatic testing has to be done by a plumber. Okay. Um, but we do uh, what's called a sewer scope where if we can uh, access a four inch clean out, that's the minimum size it has to be uh, okay. on the exterior of the home. We will go from there to either utility hook up to the street you know where, wherever that goes because there's there's a lot of potential for there to be problems in that line and that'll back the trains up all the way into the house oh wow okay yeah so is there um an advantage or a disadvantage to doing a hydrostatic versus uh the scope i mean is the scope just less evasive i know i've heard some people be like i'm scared of the hydrostatic you know yeah so the hydrostatic tests a couple of different things um you know so when they do the hydrostatic they're actually they actually completely block that main line and then uh and and fill up all the fixtures to see if anything goes down because at that point nothing should go down the drains if they've blocked the main line. The huge advantage to hydrostatic is Houston has has wonderful soil for foundations. Uh, so when you have foundation movement here, which is almost every house in Houston yeah. at some point, right? Uh, all those drain lines and everything, they go through that slab. So what hydrostatic testing is going to do for you, it's going to see if the foundation is moved, if any of those pipes cracked, you have slow leaks forming mm-hmm. at, at the bottom. So if we see foundation movement, we always recommend that you get hydrostatic testing because that that can be a potential issue. And we've you know we've seen clients in the past who said you know I don't want to I don't want to have a plumber come out and do hydrostatic testing and call us back six months later and there's water coming out from underneath their slab. Yeah. Yeah. Was it That's already terrible. coming out or? Yeah. You know, <laughs> and and it's know. not and it's not necessarily something we can see at the time. You know, if we stayed at the house all day and ran the fixtures all day, we might start to see those leaks eventually. But right. that's I, I can't even imagine what we would have to charge to do that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to stay over for a week or two and just keep the water running. No, that's that's always been a it's always been a joke. It's like in in the office is if we you know if we really wanted to do an inspection right, we'd spend the night, we'd take a shower in all the different places, yeah. just make sure everything is perfect. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we're only there for about three hours. So <laughs> so I have an, a pretty interesting question. This is something that I ran across with one of my clients. Let's say that there's a house that was built in the 1970s. When you're inspecting a house that was built in the 1970s, do you write all those things down as if it were to the codes, the building codes that are now, you know, that now need to be, you yeah. know, adhered to? It's like, well, this house was built in 1970, so of course there's going to be possibly copper wiring or there's going to be, you know, all these things that are fine. The house is fine. It runs just right, but it's old. 
So, so, so is, is my client going to get this big, long report saying, oh my goodness, your house is built in 1970. It's never going to, it's not at code. Yeah. So yeah, you, you definitely said a dirty word there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Co- we do not do code inspections. The only people who can do code inspections are code inspectors and they work for municipalities. Okay. Um, if we inspect a house from the seventies, are, are we, if we see aluminum wiring in the house, are we going to write up that it's there? Yeah. Yeah, we are, right? Uh, if we see galvanized plumbing, especially, are we going to write it up? Because we are. Um, we're going to look to see if we have, see any of the problems that are associated with that as well. But, you know, one of the things we pride ourselves on is our customer service. Is we, we make sure we are contacting every client, if they're not at the inspection, to talk to them about the things we found in the house, right? So we'll, we'll and there's, there's issues like that that set off alarm bells in people's heads, like, uh, um, you know, like aluminum wiring and galvanized plumbing. And we, we make sure we talk to the clients to say, like, look, this house was built in 1970. It, it has this type of plumbing. It has this type of wiring. That's not necessarily deficient. It's working now like it should. It's just something that you're going to have to be aware of if problems, you know, appear down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't buy the house. It doesn't mean that it's a money pit or anything like that. It just this is how houses were built then. It's still like this. Um, and you may have to fix it one day. That doesn't mean that, that it's, it's something that should say, don't buy this house. Right. Okay. Yeah. We try very hard not to be alarmist, but we really, <laughs> and, and it's very hard because we, we, we go back and we, we, we have to, we have to follow what the state tells us to do. And there's certain things that they tell us that we have to do, uh, pointing out things like, you know, the, the type of wiring that's there or the type of plumbing that's there. And they, they actually just started, um, this in the last two months, we have to start uh, reporting the exact type of drain lines that we can see okay. and everything like that. Interesting. Um, so, so a lot of times, things that you know realtors are think we're being very alarmist about, we have no choice. We have I'm like to, don't tell them that. Yeah, no, I'm like I'm I have to tell them that. You know, that's that's and and I've had that conversation with realtors many times. Well, don't tell them. Don't just don't tell them about the galvanized plumbing. Like. <laughs> Well, no, yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a hard thing that we have to do all the time. We are always playing that game of what's too alarmist, and because you know, if we don't point things out, people come back and they expect us yeah. to they they expect us to 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 answer for it. So, yeah, we try it's not. Job. Yeah, it's our job. <laughs> okay, and uh, just a quick question about commercial inspectors. If somebody, if we have some clients out there that. Um, have a commercial space or we have some realtors that are you know have clients that are looking for or interested in a commercial space you guys do commercial inspections as well we do yeah we do it one of our sister companies is called titans commercial inspections and okay. uh yeah it's it's uh three of our inspectors and they, they work for both but yeah we do commercial inspections and we actually do them all over the country uh, really we, yeah we sent inspectors all around to to do inspections wow. in different places that is a area of the market where there's a lot of lot of need right now and there's not a whole lot of inspectors who are who are willing to do it Hmm. um a fairly different business model all right well for all you guys out there that we're looking to get into inspections (laughs) there's a need in the market yeah i will say i will say be careful with like there's there as far as certifications go there's very few requirements for commercial inspectors. Really? Yeah. So, so does Titan have, are they? We make sure the people who are doing those commercial inspections are experienced home inspectors that we have and people mm-hmm. we trust. They go do their training that they're supposed to do. Anything specialized that they're supposed to learn, they, they we make sure that they know that before they go out there. So how f- far, uh, you just said it with commercial, but for your residential stuff, how far are you willing to go? Let's say I have a house out in... 
you know, sergeant that needs to be inspected. He has sent someone out to sergeant in the last couple of weeks. Don't don't tell anyone that. Um, <laughs> it, so it, it's truthfully, it's uh, it, it it kind of varies by the time of year, and I'm sure you could imagine why, uh-huh. right? We have slow seasons, and during the slow seasons, we send people further and further out. Okay. Um, And we do have, you know, extra trip fees and stuff that we associate with those when we have to send them a certain distance. But if we have inspectors that are, you know, a reasonable drive away, we try not to charge that if we if we don't have to. Okay. Um, You know, sending, uh, you know, sending sending someone to I'm trying to think of where like a good example. So sending someone out to like Sealy uh, if they live in Katy. Yeah, it's not as that's not as big of a deal. So it's kind of where since you have so many inspectors and based on where they live, you can send the one that's closer to possibly. So that's definitely an advantage because Mm -hmm. if you have so many inspectors and you have a better chance of not having to pay a trip fee Mm -hmm. um, if you need somebody in a different area. Okay, perfect. Um, Okay, so for entertainment value, since you were uh, an inspector for four years, tell me, tell us the most interesting thing that you have discovered in an inspection (laughs) (laughs) um uh, come on matt well i know where your kids hide the things that they're not supposed you're not supposed to see uh yeah if, if your kid has a little attic next to that's attached to their room you take a look in there every once in a All while. All right, good to know. Yeah. Okay. We had one of our inspectors. He was in Galveston, and he crawled into a crawl space, and immediately crawled back out because there was a there was a mother coyote down there with her cubs. Oh. And uh, yeah, he immediately backed out, and he called the listing agent, said, you know, I, I can't <laughs> I can't inspect this crawl space, and before he even finished, she she lit him up she's like, there's no way you can't get in there i'm sick of people saying this to the crawl spaces she's like look the crawl space is accessible i went into it there are coyotes down there and she's like, i don't believe you oh. and and so he had the picture ready and sent it to her and her tone changed pretty quickly when she saw the picture and wow. yeah we've had inspectors find weird animals and stuff in houses um and actually chad in the office there who you just met he's gonna love that i told you this <laughs> he uh he he fell flat on his back when he opened up a uh, a pull down ladder for an attic and a uh a dead raccoon kind of flipped out he <laughs> thought it was live and he just <laughs> flew back onto his back and yeah. Wow. Yeah, I can imagine the things that you find. So on that same note, and especially talking about Galveston, um, have you or any of your inspectors inspected like a house that was like haunted or, you know, kind of weird vibe? No, you know, we did um, one of our inspectors and I when I was a when I was a supervising inspector, we, we go around and visit our inspectors. It's part of our, our quality control. Uh, we will visit them randomly on an inspection, show up unannounced. And I saw this house come up on his schedule, and I was like, well, I'm going to go check that out. Like, I will drive to Galveston to go see Bill today. And uh, uh, it was this beautiful historic mansion in there, beautifully decorated um, with the scariest crawl space I have ever seen. The guy who was buying it, bless him, was not going to tear it down, was not going to do any damage to it. He's like, I'm going to restore it to absolutely everything it should be. But I got weird vibes in that place. Uh, it really? was it was real weird walking around in there, and it. Uh, I don't know if you're a Doctor Who fan. It was like a TARDIS. It was bigger on the inside. You just kept on finding rooms wow. that you you didn't think should be there. 
Uh, yeah. So interesting. All right. Well, is there anything else that you feel like we need to know before we end our time together? People really need to take the time to read their inspection agreement before the inspection. Uh, understand what we do and what we don't do. And we do we do as much as every other inspection company. If you don't understand something in there or think we're not covering something, give us a call before the inspection to find out why and if there's something else that you need to be doing too. So okay. uh, we get a lot of issues of people calling back saying, you know, oh, well, you guys didn't do this. I'm like, yeah, this, it's not what we do. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we, we, you get the agreements well before the inspection time and Everyone just signs things now and like it's two pages long. It's worth it. To DocuSign. Okay. So um, that's, that's a great, um, a great note uh, to take for clients, for our clients, because we can also tell them, you know, please read. And if there is something that you're, you're questioning or that you would like them to inspect, ask in advance and they will tell you if they do that or they don't do that instead of finding it hindsight. Yeah. Um, there's, there's flexibility there, right? But our agreement is, is there just to give you, so you know what we're, what we are thinking that we're going to do. So give us a call if there's something else. Okay. Also, um, just to the realtors out there that are used to dealing with inspectors and reading reports, I do know that you guys have a great system for reading reports and getting the reports. They're color coded. They're super, super, super simple. And um, they actually, um, you guys actually even put on there a, um, a, a DIY, right? Oh yeah, or, or yeah. DIY. We, when yeah. you can just fix it yourself. Oh, you can fix this one yourself, or this one you need to hire a professional, mm-hmm. or. Um, or and then you, also, uh, you can put in there, you can get quotes from people. Is that right? So when you send the inspection over, it can actually so, have something on there like that. So we, we won't do that part for you, but there, we, we do have is a, what's called a repair addendum builder. It's, um, a, at the top of the report, there's a little button you can click and you can just select the things from our report. And uh, I'm not a realtor, so I'm just going to guess here. Like if that outlet, if you think that outlet's going to cost a thousand dollars to fix, you can put right in there when you are negotiating or, uh, you know, just say like, we expect a thousand dollars in consideration for that. Um, you have to put in those numbers. Mm-hmm. We're not allowed to do it, uh, and we're not going to give you advice on that. But right. yeah, that we we give you the tools to do it. But it makes it super easy to share because you can just pull those things out right from the report, and it sticks them right into like a repair amendment, and then you can send it over. Every time I show it to an share. agent, they say, "Oh my God, no more copying and pasting." Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's a huge time saver for realtors, and we're always looking for a way to save time. So, um, realtors, if you're looking for a good inspector. Out out there you should definitely check out brian and brian um i know that they will be happy to come and talk to you and show you everything they have so yeah all right well thank you so much matt this was super informative and i'm sure very helpful for anyone who can be expecting a home inspection in the future thank you again for joining us today and you can learn more about brian and brian inspections at inspectorteam.com. That's just like it sounds, inspectorteam.com. Again, I'm Lisa Peltier, and you can follow me on Instagram at Lisa Peltier Luxury Realtor, and be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.